Hello, Stephen. How are you, man? Hello there. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? There, there we go. Now you can see us. <laughs> yes, yes. And you look great. And, oh, and, and you as well. And okay, let me let me figure this out. Where you are? Because it's dark out. So you're east of yes. us. I am in Ireland. Yes, and ah. I'm in uh, southeast of Ireland. Yes. There we Wexford. go. Excellent. So, uh, what time is it right now in Ireland? It's uh, seven p.m. Okay, yeah. not, not so bad. Yeah. And you said out, so you're clearly Canadian, right? <laughs> not only Canadian, Damn. not only Canadian. Can, can, can you drill down further? <laughs> oh, God. We're no, part of Canada. We're pr- we're, me then. There we go. No. no we're, 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 we're pretty much Irish ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we're from New Brunswick, Atlanta, Canada, oh, Nova yeah, Scotia. Course, yes. Yeah, we're very, yeah, yeah. we have lots of Irish heritage here, a lot of Scottish heritage, and uh Prolific oh, yeah. a lot of Celtic, beer drinkers. Celtic beer drinking. Yes. <laughs> well, they're, they're the best kind. Yes, <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. Well, listen, let, let's, let's just jump into this. Stephen, first of all, you uh, were, uh, I believe, heard about us via Courtney. Yes, that's Okay, right. cool. Correct. So are you doing some work with her? Yes, yeah. Courtney books in on some shows for us, <clears> and uh, we do a lot of it ourselves as well. So, uh, yeah, we get some great shows with ourselves. So we, we we stay on with her. She's great. Awesome. That's great. Uh, fantastic. Well, we're, we're really happy to have you here. So we'll just do a little introduction, and we'll sure. pull you in. Oh, I thought we go. I thought, I thought that was our intro. Okay, that is. Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point Process online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. There, we're in. We're so, Let's do we're it. so in. So welcome, <laughs> to the, welcome to the Boiling Point podcast, friends and neighbors, and Stephen, our guest. Thank, thank you. you for uh, being on today, my friend. You're coming all the way from Ireland. And what, uh, yes. what, what part of Ireland are you uh, calling from? I live in a little town called Wexford, which is in the southeast. So it's two hours south of Dublin, which is the capital. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a little fishing town. It's actually a pretty, it's a, I think it's the third biggest county in the country, but our, the town I'm from, there's maybe a hundred thousand people in the town all in. So I'm, I'm not from a, that big an area compared to Canada, the States, et cetera, those kind of bigger towns. You're, um, you're yeah. in a bigger town than us. Uh, St. John, New Brunswick. How many, how many do we have? 75,000? Yeah. I think we're 75,000. And we, we pretend we're a big nice. city. Feels like it sometimes, you know? But, and your but, city? Well, we're definitely not a city. Yeah, well, we're, <laughs> that's we're the not. That's difference. Yeah. We call ourselves cities. We're a town, really. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but what, is, we, what is really cool about this, and I think a nice uh, segue, <laughs> is that you can be from a small place and do big things. And yeah. clearly oh, that's yeah. what's happening in, in, in your case, Stephen. So why don't you give yeah. a little intro 
because uh, you'll do a much better job yep. than we will, and uh, and then we want to jump into some that. stuff. No, no, trust, <laughs> you guys trust, seem good. Trust us. You seem like pros. We seem like pros. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I'd be delighted to. So, yeah, I'm just to give some context. I'm 32 years old now, believe it or not, uh, and uh, I started this whole game of the internet world when I was in my very early 20s. Like a lot of people listening. You know, I was trying to figure out, still am trying to figure out what I'm going to be when I grow up, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but, but basically, I, I played a lot of music in my teens, and I said to myself, look, if the music thing doesn't work, I'm going to get into business in some way. And so I, I did a little bit in college on business and all that. Didn't finish college in the end, but enough to know that I love business and I love reading about it. So as you might have guessed, believe it or not, the band did not work out, uh, which is why I'm here today. Uh, but anyway, the band didn't work out and I was in my early 20s and kind of like didn't know where I was going to go, what I was going to do next and became very lost, very directionless and stuck in a job where I was a data processor, which is as, as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> uh, I just typed forms into a computer all day, incredibly boring, but you know, started Googling around, right? How to become an entrepreneur how to make money online, blah, 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 blah. And of course, how to make money online, would you believe I found lots of scammy websites? Oh, I'm very shocked to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Queer shocked, we'd say in Ireland now. You know, queer shocked. But anyway, uh, I, I, I looked at all these sites and I just had no idea what I was doing. I was trying to figure out how to make some money, how to build a business and, you know, spinning my wheels for a couple of years. So I was about 22, 23 at this point. And I got to the stage where I realized I wanted to be in a business. I didn't have to be an expert and I could just, I could just sell products online. So I thought what better business than selling just physical products, right? So cutting a long story short, my aunt introduced me to her friend, Robert, who's still my business partner today. And he was selling stuff on Amazon, eBay, places like that. And he said, you know, this is what I do. So basically I went up to check out the warehouse and amazingly, I saw rats, I saw cold warehouses, I saw boxes everywhere. But he said, you know, this is what we do. We make money doing it. Would you like to learn how to do this? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> so again, cutting a long story short, I quit my job. I moved in with my aunt, lived in her spare room, and basically started working in the warehouse with Roberts. And at the time, he had two warehouses, about eight or nine staff, and they were selling all these products. And so I started learning on the job as we do, while still reading my business books, like I mentioned earlier on. And that's important because as I was seeing this real business happening, real products being sold to real people, I started seeing all these problems with the business. You know, it wasn't been run very well, uh, which Robert would would admit now, uh, lots of issues like that. And so basically what I said to him was, look, I think I can add some of this theory stuff in with your practical stuff. And I think together we can build something really cool. So we did. We built a really successful company. We got rid of all the staff. We actually got rid of all the warehouses. And we went all in selling our own products and our new company together on Amazon globally. And just to mention, like we had to restart our business entirely because Robert's products he was selling, you know, they were really getting too saturated and they were in a position where we had to completely restructure the business. So we did all that together, working very late nights and uh, finding products from scratch and you know, the company became very successful. So again, and just, just briefly to mention on that point, just put a cap on that. You know, fast forward to today, uh, we actually had about four or five years ago, we, we just thought we could start teaching people to do this stuff because there's a lot of people teaching it, but a lot of the stuff they were teaching, to be honest, 
was really bad. They weren't teaching people how to calculate their profits correctly. They weren't teaching a lot of things that we kind of figured out. And we had our own way of doing things, you know, selling these weird, you know, not very exciting products in a lot of countries on Amazon. And so we thought we'll bring that to the world and see where it goes. And again, now Marketplace Superheroes, we have over, over I think, 4,500 students now. Uh, we have a freight company where we ship our members' goods all over the world to Amazon. Uh, and we, we offer tons more services. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. So okay, that's what I got here. Well, yeah, well, man, what there's a neat the, story. There's a lot of questions here. Yeah, there's a million and a half questions. Go, yeah, that's a, that's the abridged version. I, I know <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, listen, there's a lot bit longer version, and uh, but you've, I mean, you've captured a lot of very cool highlights. So one of the things that yeah. comes to me, Stephen, is I'm just curious, like, how important was it um, to be able to teach people uh, for you to go through what you went through, you know, go yeah. into the warehouses, see the rats, um, you know, like as because that's a that's a, a good part. Play of the story. with the rats. I have, an, I have an unbelievable story about a rat, but I won't tell okay. it now because I'll probably we'll probably get arrested by the animal. Uh, and, and just welfare just, just a total non sequitur. Um, I, you know, aunt. I like that because people here call it aunt. So it's just I just found aunt. it interesting. Auntie, yeah, auntie, auntie. Um, Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So how? I mean, and it's probably an obvious question, but I, but maybe sure. not so much. Like you know the the going through the pain of shifting it and adjusting. It. I mean, how, how critical is that to being able to go out and successfully teach? Yeah, well, it's a great question. And, you know, a lot of people will say those who can't do teach, as we all know, it's the old line, right? And I think that's complete nonsense. I mean, at the end of the day, the only reason I am where I am today is because Robert gave me a chance initially and taught me the ropes and how things worked. And then together we, we figured out things in a much better way. Uh, so that's number one. So having gone through something is very important in order to be able to teach it because there's some people I know are very successful entrepreneurs that can't teach anything. They're really bad teachers. So so certainly experiencing things, seeing uh, things, uh, how to do things correctly, making a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. as well. I mean, mm -hmm. we made so many mistakes along the way, which we help our members avoid. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the big thing to me. It's like I see teaching as well, if I can speed up somebody's trajectory by a matter of years, that's actually what they're investing in when they come and learn with me. So I'm still looking for those opportunities in my own personal life. Like right now, I have a YouTube coach. Uh, he's got a channel that's nearly 2 million uh, subscribers. And, you know, we, we had to start a YouTube channel from scratch. So I, I brought him in. I have a, a, other coaches that I still work with to this day, and they all help me shortcut. So I think the big lesson that I've learned and our members hopefully have learned uh, which I think is what you're asking. It's that idea just of like, you know, I think Tony Robbins said, you know, you can do a decade in a day or whatever, right? And I think that may be stretching it a little bit, but certainly cutting time is critical and having gone through it is critical. Yeah, absolutely. And so a follow-up to that would be, um, you know, the value of teaching something. What is yeah. what is that done for your business, you know, in terms of yeah. um, your own knowledge? And, and there's something about, yeah. so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach and we have a coaching company. Yeah. And what, one of the things we do is we teach coaching skills. And yeah. uh, I started doing that early on. My God, that helped my coaching. You know what I mean? Because it was just oh, like, yeah. like, because you, you can't, yes. you know, then you're, or, or like, for example, you'd express a particular way to model or whatever. And then I would realize, geez, I don't even really understand this. Like, I can't express it very well. So how can I be yes. applying it? Do you know what I mean? So no, that's, that's so true, actually. I mean, even to this day, like, uh, I teach lots of different things now. And whenever I, 
I pick up something and I read about something, I, I immediately try to go teach it because you're right. When you teach something, it definitely encodes it into your brain a yeah. hundred times better. But I think the biggest thing, which I say you guys have seen, and certainly for me, I've seen is like, I, when I'm teaching something, you have to break it down into repeatable step of processes that somebody else can obviously learn and they can repeat. And in order to do that, you have to cut out a lot of the, you know, the, the crap <laughs> that you would like to teach. That's not really ultra, ultra relevant right now. And you have to get right into the, the meat of what are the steps somebody has got to take now to be successful. And there's, there's levels of nuance, obviously, that you can teach somebody when they have acquired a skill. But certainly, like, if you try to teach all the nuance up front to somebody when they're just learning, mm. and that's where I think a lot of people make the mistake because people become overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. They can't do anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, progress is happiness for everybody and for, for students as well. So as a coach, then, definitely being in a situation where you can cut out all the stuff, get to the main steps, you only can do that, I think, by teaching it because, you know, like, when you're doing something, there's so many intangible things happening, ways of thinking that you're going through, that if you don't actually put them down on the paper, there's you, you don't get them across. And then all of a sudden, people don't don't understand, well, this is why that actually worked, because it was this extra thing going on that I thought you knew, but you don't know because I didn't tell you. And so I've definitely learned people can't read my mind, uh, which is very unfortunate, but uh, probably good actually in some ways. I was going to say, exactly. Very good in many situations. But it's that, right. it's that idea, that ladder of competence and where people are and how do we, you know, there's, there's yeah, I love it. Okay. Sorry, Greg. Yeah. Okay, right, no, no problem, Dave. Um, Steve, uh, as far as going from a practitioner of, of the thing that you're teaching to yeah. perhaps creating a business in your, te in your, in your online product, that might yep. even be stronger than the original business itself. Oh, much I, bigger. Okay. Much bigger. So, yeah. uh, you know, Dave and I have been a follower of Jeff Walker and um, the product launch formula and, you know, the click funnels, you know, yep. folks and all this. Cause yep. I've got a film company. He's got a coaching company together. We do this uh, podcast cause we love meeting yeah. people like you. And we've uh, recently launched a uh, online course about being heard in a noisy market. Content marketing, Perfect. podcasting, all this stuff. And um, yep. awesome. now, because it's, this is not our full-time gig, it's a, it's a slow burn. And But I appreciate how much of a big effort and an investment it is for you yes. to pull that trigger, you and your partner, and say, okay, we, we still have a, a successful Amazon product company, but... You know, becoming a learning company, that's a completely different business model. So oh, how man. did that dip happen and how did you invest in it? And what can you, nuggets, can you, Explain. Can you share with us? Well, I, look, I, the beautiful thing about this is, right, is that I, like right now, I do teach some people like yourselves how to grow their businesses and stuff, I, but I only do a very small bit of that. I'll do more of it in the future, but I only know one way and that's to tell you anything you want to know, right? So I'll tell you a lot of things that we've done that worked really well for us. Our, as you're right, just to really be clear and upfront, yes, our education business and our services business far bigger than our Amazon business. I mean, just because it's just of the, the scale and magnitude to it. Uh, which is which is fine, and that's just to be expected because of the the price points and all that. But anyway, to answer your question, 2014 when we started, right? Nobody knew who the hell I was. Nobody knew who Robert was. We're two weird Irish guys, still are weird Irish guys, but you know, even weirder <laughs> back then maybe. And we were, you know, 
had no following, nothing. And like the, the, the market wasn't maybe as noisy as it is now for Amazon education. Yeah. Uh, but that said, there were still quite a few people what, doing I'm it. Sorry, what year 20, was this, Stephen? I apologize. 2014. Okay. So 2014. Okay, five yeah. years. Okay. So so here I was, you know, I, I want to teach this stuff. I've been studying a lot of direct marketing for a long time and online marketing, but I'd never had a project like this before. So how I got started, right? was I was in a number of Facebook groups, uh, paid Facebook groups that were really good. I learned from a guy called Ryan Lee a long time ago, a really good guy. He uh, runs a company called Rewind now, but a very smart man, great internet marketer, a very, very, and a very honest guy as well, which is uh, very good because <laughs> internet marketers are not always known for being very honest. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, so here we were. I was learning from him. And basically what I did was I wrote in his group one day, hey, I'm writing a webinar. And it's all about how we've produced whatever, I think at the time, four or five million dollars selling our own products on Amazon globally and just excited about it or whatever. I was just sort of letting the group know what I was up to. And everybody started saying, oh, that sounds cool. I want to learn that. So all of a sudden, like the, my, my post, which wasn't designed to get clients, all these people were like, I'm interested. And we didn't have a course. We were just starting. We were getting it all together. But basically, I got on the phone with all these people. And I spoke to them all. I told them what we were looking to do. And we sold the first beta version of our program for $500 to all these people. And to us at the time, selling something for $500 was like a miracle because we were used to selling things for you know $25 and making 30% in our, in our hand. And all of a sudden, we're selling this thing for $500 and we're basically you know getting $490 odd dollars back or whatever it was, you know, it was, a, it was a big change, you know? And so I, I did that for a while. I sold the program to a lot of people over, over calls. And then what happened was I started getting to, I went to an event in Orlando in 2014. A guy called Tanner Larson did this event. It was really, really good. It was my first ever internet marketing event. And so I kind of started, I saw all these people that I'd heard about, you know, uh, from the internet I'd never met before. And I started getting, Chatting to, chatting to all these people and you know they were just real people they were just like me just a little bit further on and so yeah I was just pitching my course to, to anybody who would listen to me at the event and I sold a few more but then the bigger thing was I met a lot of really cool people who I still work with today uh, guy, guys like David Schloss who's my Facebook ads manager still really really great guy and other people and the point is anyway from that I developed a number of relationships uh, David being the main one there. And what happened then was we went on for a few more months. We're at the start of 2015 now. And we'd sold, you know, maybe, I don't know, 100, 200, maybe 150 spots or something through Hustle and everything else. And David introduced me to our first affiliate partner, joint venture partner. And uh, the webinar happened in March of 2015. So almost a year to when we started as just an idea. And that changed our lives completely because this guy had a quite a big audience and he was promoting the, the competitor product to us and it was a much more expensive product. And he looked at what we had to offer and he said, I'm going to take a chance on these weird Irish guys, which was great. And, you know, we did, I think we did $300,000 in that promotion, you know, and that changed our whole brain because we were just <laughs> like, wow. I could, I just, I'd never seen anything like this before. You know, this was just mind-blowing now obviously he got one hundred fifty thousand dollars for himself so and I, good luck to him yeah i was just gonna but, ask you know, that, was, that, that joint venture is it's a 50 percent margin or well, how so, sometimes uh, as i've been learning you know with uh, jeff walker jeff walker does plf for 50 percent 
like if you if you yeah. affiliate sell his thing, it's fifty yeah. percent. That's that's the mostly yeah yeah. Okay. It's, it, I think ours was forty five percent because we allowed for we had a little broker uh, deal and they're like we get David like ten percent or something. Yeah. Uh, so it was about forty five percent. That's pretty standard in a in a higher end product. And just to say, then like I mean, it's years later now. We're much more advanced now at this. Uh, we've won five two comic club awards and click funnels like, and we I think we just hit the eight figure award with them. I think I think so. Anyway. Wow. But the point nice. is point is yeah but the point is look that's whatever that's fine but i I, i'm not big into that kind of stuff i'm not a lamborghini guy or anything uh but the point is that uh you know like in all this the thing you you gentlemen can learn from here and i anybody listening is like just having a thousand dollar course or a five hundred dollar course or whatever it doesn't mean anything right it's just that's the start but the key to our business and it took us a long time to learn this was you have to obviously then have a ladder of some kind in your business other things you can sell your clients in order to, to maximize the value, you know? So, so we've, we've done that over the years, you know, we brought in coaching programs and things like that. And, you know, our business has scaled massively because of that, but we've so many things that we can offer our clients now more than just a thousand dollar course, but for a long time, that's all we sold. And I think if you're, if you've nothing to sell and you've only one thing to sell, mastering that one thing is huge. And there's a great book called Ready, Fire, Aim for anybody who's not read it. Mm-hmm. You have to read it. Mm-hmm. It's a brilliant book by Michael. Michael Masterson's the pen name. Mark Ford's his real name. But the point is, is something called OSS. It's your optimum selling strategy. So if you're, your first product, you want to try and get that to big as you can, but you can get it to a million dollars relatively quickly. And by finding the OSS, which is how am I going to sell this? Um, how am I going to sell it? And what am I selling? They're the big questions that you're asking. And so for us, it was that $1,000 program. For you for you guys, uh, with the, the, the pro- program you're bringing out, yeah, that, that can be the thing. That's the main part of the business. And your job right now is to figure out what's the most optimum way of selling that at a, at a, and, and what's the most optimum way of getting people to that. And obviously then once you figure that out, well, I think you can shortcut your, pro- your learning a lot because you can then figure out, well, what's something we can sell for you know, $5,000? to a smaller section of our audience, people who want more help. They want more of our assistance. They want more service, et cetera. And just by doing that, like if all I had done even years ago was added in a bigger, higher ticket program to our company, we would have scaled our company far faster. But the reason was we didn't was because we were we were too busy being amazed we were selling something for nine ninety seven. like that's the best. We're too busy being amazed. I love that. That yeah. should be the name of your book. Yeah. Too busy yeah. being. Amazed. Yeah. yeah, well, it's funny. I actually, I think my book. Uh, my wife always says I need to call my book. Um, what was it called? Um, no brainer marketing. That's what because I say. I I always say. Everything has to be a no-brainer, right? So it's a no-brainer for me. It's a no-brainer for you. Yeah. But yeah, so so that's that's basically like the, the kind of the short start of what what we did. And you know, since then, you know, we've done everything from Facebook ads to joint ventures to everything in between. And you know, our education business now is it's it's an eight-figure company at this point. We do we do four or five million dollars a year revenue, very very profitable. But what the big thing we've learned is that if we only were an education company forever we become just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So what we did was about three years ago, we started trying to figure out what are, what services could we offer to our members that they just need, right? So if you think about your program, think about all the things you refer your clients to. Hey, you're going to go need a Wistia account or whatever for video. You're going to need this. You're going to need that. So we were doing that. We were like, you need a freight forwarder. You need this. You need this. We're like, why don't we just offer it? Because at least then we can give our clients great service. Mm. Whereas most freight forwarders, suck 
And that's just the, the, on, the honest truth of that. But we tried for many years, didn't have enough money to do it. Cutting a long story short, last year, we actually got our own warehouse in Houston, Texas. Nice. Uh, we have a warehouse in Northern Ireland now, and we have a warehouse in Australia. And so we now were able to offer our members, like we shipped our products in a container from China across the US. We have a warehouse there. We hold it in our warehouse, and then we send it to Amazon. So we've been able to add this into our business. And that alone has just... It's just, it's just so that's crazy. cool. So you're teaching people how to sell on Amazon through the, through the course. And, and the value add is, hey, listen, sure, you, you can also go figure out the shipping yeah. and, and warehousing yourself. But exactly. if you want, we'll take care of that piece. Yeah, exactly. And so we built a whole online software suite and everything where people can book in a shipment from China. and We take over and we take care of it all. Right. So the point is, like, we could see the real the problems your clients are going to have to become successful. There's all these problems. And so your job as an education company, I believe, is to become a services company too. And that's where you get your longevity. Because as I say, you know, if I just teach you, that's one thing. But the better thing is I'm in this with you now because we put all our resources into our shipping company. So if I don't make you successful on Amazon, my shipping company doesn't work. Therefore, we can't be successful together. However, when I teach you good stuff, then we can work together. So we have mm. a long-term, we're mm-hmm. both non-equity partners in our business. And I think mm. every educational business uh, could do something like that. And certainly, yeah, like if you're teaching the stuff you guys are teaching and people are using things like Wistia as just a simple example, like our Wistia bill is over $1,000 a month now, you know? And it's like, we'd be looking at that going, hey, we should build something like this. So, so I think it's <laughs> like, what problems or what things are you constantly referring your clients to? And it's about thinking, maybe I could just build that myself because... I have the clients here. They already want it. So that's like, that's how I think people can scale their business. And did you know there's three ways to grow a company? Have you ever gone over this before? We'd love to hear. Three ways. Let's hear. You know there? Do you want to hear them? Yeah. All right. There's only three ways. No other. So anybody listening, this is not mine. Jay Abraham, right? So the first way is you get more leads or more customers. That's the first way. That's what everybody does, right? Everyone's obsessed with that. However, the two easier ways are, number two, increase your average transaction value. So how much people spend with you. And the third way is get your existing clients to buy from you more often. Now, we've all heard people say things like, oh, I don't know, a, a new customer is eight times less expensive than a, or sorry, an old customer, existing customer, hold on. A new customer is eight times more expensive than an existing customer. There we go. And it's true, but nobody really does it. So with us, like we've become really good at understanding, yes, we need to bring in new people, fresh blood into our business all the time. But actually, there's such an opportunity here to create coaching programs, to solve our, our clients' problems better, which enables us to sell things to our clients more often. And that's been a big for us because we, we don't have the biggest audience in the world, you know, uh, but yet we're a multi-seven-figure-per-year business just because we keep on solving our clients' actual problems. So anyway, there you go. Oh, man, I love it. And that, that. that really ties into what Seth Godin would talk about, um, you know, that audience of, how does he describe that? true fans? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's essentially it. It's like, don't be stressed out about not having your hundreds of thousands of... I think it's, he, he describes it as yeah. a thousand of your, yeah. you know, but it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much, there's so much power in that. As I'm listening to you, a couple things are coming to mind. One is... Um, yeah. You know, your authenticity comes across, which I think is probably one of your biggest assets because you just, you come across yeah. very real. Um, you're pretty much a maritimer. He's pretty much from Atlantic yeah, Canada, must, as, as far as yeah, I can tell. Yeah, you're from New Brunswick, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I, I need to go over and hang there. You do. Definitely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you could 
teach a, a whole bunch of people. Some we good should stuff. do an online course about getting people to become maritimers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, well. I digress. <laughs> no focus. We need focus. Um, no, and, and then the other thing that that struck me is um, as you describe your story, Stephen. Um, the importance of building good, strong relationships. And I guess you maybe mentioned it in terms of joint ventures, but, but I mean, yeah. what, what was it, if you go back, that had you travel to where, I'm, I think it was somewhere in the States, you know, that first- Orlando, tra- yeah. Orlando, mm. right? Um, yeah. yeah, the mother of all conference places in the world, Orlando, yeah. right? But what, you know, there was yeah. something that told you you should go and you should meet people. And, and the irony is, you're, you know, you have an online business, but you, there's something about being physically with people and meeting them this, yes. this critical is, is, is something I'm picking up on. You could not say it any better, actually. Um, you're, you're exactly right. You know, we're all in these digital businesses. Well, I'm in the digital, digital business. But in many ways, actually, the interesting part of my uh, business life now is that we have a lot of physical things going on. So we've got like warehousing and real products and all that. So that's very old school, if you want to call it that. Uh, the, the interesting thing about our warehouses is, and I will answer your question then, but it's kind of funny because we have all these warehouses full of stock. And in Northern Ireland, uh, we've put a big warehouse now. And it's in an industrial estate. And these local guys keep coming up to the, the fellows up there and saying, you know, what's going on in there? Like, you, you don't, it's like, it's like Charlie's Ch- and the Chocolate Factory, right? Like, they don't see anybody coming in or coming out. But yet, like, there's these big trucks going in and then, like, nothing. They close on Wednesdays or not open Wednesdays. Can you imagine like, what's the, going on? the rumors? What's going on in there? The rumors around the town. What the heck? Is, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, I think they're like, are you just going to take over this whole place? Because we, we keep on buying more of the, the, the units. But anyway, yeah. point is that, uh, that that story, I was actually going on vacation with my family at the time uh, just to, to disappoint everybody. But I, that's what I was doing. And what happened was I met this guy called Dave Miz. And Dave was in the dating market. Now, he wasn't giving me any tips or anything, thankfully. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, he, he, I, I got chatting to this guy and he said, Stephen, I'm going to tell you something. With what you're doing, very soon, you're going to be making 30, 30 grand a week uh, in, your, in your education business. Um, and I was like, I don't know about that, dude. That sounds pretty insane. Because it was only a few you know, months before we got, after we got started. And so, you know, uh, we started seeing more and more progress and I was like, holy shit, this guy might be right. So anyway, I thought I'll meet him when I'm in the States because he was in Miami and he said, no, I'm actually going to this event in Orlando. You should go. So that's how I, I knew it was on. I didn't know anybody. And so I just went along. It was only $200 to go. And yeah, like when I met people there, I developed a lot of relationships. And since then, like I can tell you all right now, like we've become quite known in our little circle as people that if we promote somebody's product, for example, which we only, we only promote a small number of products, but the ones that we actually like, we tend to do really well. Like we generate a lot of money because people literally will text me and say, Stephen, like, uh, should I buy this? You right. know, And if you say, yes, I will, yeah. you say, no, I won't. Yeah. And so it's all relationships. Yeah. And the only reason now that these big internet guys come to me uh, is because, you know, we've obviously built a good business, good relationship with our audience. But the point is, all the big deals online get done in person or over Zoom or whatever. Mm, they, they don't get point. done digitally. Yeah, well, it's it, not digital at all. And just the, yeah. the, the value, you know, in terms of credibility and trust being such an important currency, right? So that's just so cool. Huge. To yeah, I love it. Yeah, like, I mean, you if you have uh, legitimately like, I mean, I can tell people we've about 4,500 clients in Marketplace Super Bureaus, about 2,000 people who have, have spent a little bit less than, like, say, 50 bucks, that kind of thing, but 2,000 of those kind of clients. And then we have about 35, 40,000 people on our prospect list, right? So we don't have a huge company. 
uh, in that way. And then we're working on that because we want to spread the word to more people and teach other things over time as well. Not just Amazon. We have other things we'd like to teach, mm-hmm. side hustles, etc. Mm-hmm. But the point is, yeah, like our relationship with our audience is so important. And if I was to go around and buy a Lamborghini tomorrow, I, it would be game over for me because it's not who I am. I'm, I'm I, like my house I'm living in right now. I don't live in a big house. Uh, you know, I don't do anything flashy, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help people realize that there's other options out there. Like you don't have to be tied to a job, et cetera. And yeah, in time, I'm sure we'll sell some of these companies like the freight business, maybe, or whatever, maybe we'll cash out for a lot of money. But even then, like, I don't know about you guys, right? But I'm, a, I'm an easygoing guy. If I go out for a game of golf, I'm happy. A couple of pints, I'm happy. I don't need these like yeah, yeah. expensive toys. I'm sure you guys don't either. You you strike me as guys who are like me, right? And I think a couple pints, a couple pints, and a, a <laughs> modest home close to the river. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we do yeah. enjoy the river. Yeah, no, but it's that's yeah. such a good point, and that's um and and it's interesting. So so you you think people as they see you, you know, kind of growing. Uh, driving Lamborghini as an example, that that somehow, mm. you know, your credibility score would probably go down in gone. terms of yeah, yeah. Got, no, gone like completely gone gotcha. because gotcha. then you just become you become part of the noise then, right? right? So there was a day that having a Lamborghini made you stand out, yeah. but actually now it's a joke a now. Lamborghini, yeah, but you just look like an I don't know if you can swear on this. Yeah, show. you can. Yeah. Uh, you just look like a dick, you know, really is the, is the problem. That's a kind, uh, that's that's a true, kind swear word, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I'll just I'll leave it. I'll leave kind it. In, every, in every vertical. You've got the kindness thing done. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. I hear people say that in in that internet circle. It's like, oh, I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not one of those sleazebag internet markers. markers. I was like, wow, the brand, there's a branding issue in sales yeah. and marketing online. Because everybody yeah. uh, who's in yeah. it is like, oh, I'm not the... But like, are you living that or not? You know, because I see these exactly. slicksters with their cars yeah. behind them. You know, like I made X amount of figures and whatever, and yeah. like they're always doing, in, in, uh, maybe in fancy beaches and whatever. It's making it look <laughs> like a lifestyle that they're actually not living. And if anybody exactly. knows who you really are, you become a joke quickly. Hundred percent, right? But also, here's the thing: if you make, I've done, we've done it before, right? We took three hundred thousand uh, dollars in a year, right? We earned. Um, and it, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was pretty much that. And we took that one year, you know, a few years back. And I could tell you something, it was the stupidest thing I ever did because half of that went to the tax man. Yeah. So that's stupid, number one. So like, why take all this money because you're just going to pay it in tax anyway? It's just stupid. So that's number one. <laughs> and that's what Ireland uh, better, and Canada have in common. So. <laughs> yeah, well, for, everywhere personal tax, you get your ass handed to you. Uh, corporate tax, a little bit different. But the point is, like, for anybody listening, like, no... Everyone's trying to sell you all the income, right? But at the end of the day, it's been proven scientifically at $75,000 a year. That's like the optimum amount of income for an individual to make. It's been proven scientifically. Uh, that said, though, I do like I do like making more than that. But there comes a point where, what am What's I doing point? here? Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just stacking money for no reason and no purpose. Whereas the better thing is utilize the, the money to spread the word a bit more, to, to help other people, to, you know, it, We've, we've built a whole software side of our business now to make things easier for people and all of that. So we've reinvested a lot in our, in our company. And yeah, like a, a, like a Lamborghini. If I drove a Lamborghini in Wexford Town, where I'm from, right? <laughs> I, I, I tell you, 
Uh, the car would be it'd be demolished. You got roads like we but do. Con- Frost heaves. Con- Conor McGregor yeah. will fight you for sure. <laughs> yeah, but he he yeah, but he I he lives in a place which has you know like it's all big gates and you know all that crap. I, I don't want that. Like I don't want to have to you know, yeah, know. worry is someone going to break into my house and I can take everything. Yeah, uh, that's not what it's about. But anyway, I love it. Getting off topic, but you know that's the thing. It being authentic, right? is important but the problem is hardly anybody is authentic anyway because if you i found this when you meet me you i'm the exact same when you meet me like uh, there's no difference right uh, whereas i find and i've found when i met other internet people that i would have known a lot of them are completely different in person mm. and they're kind of like oh well i'm kind of quiet when i meet you in person but when they go on stage then you know i i flick and the the mask comes it's on a- it's I'm acting like, it's theater theater go yeah yeah but people can see through that nowadays. People are not morons. And they very people are very, very quick to say, I know for a fact you're full of shit. Uh, whereas with us, you know, they come to us all the time. And it's on every sim- single coaching application form. I feel like I can actually trust you guys. And I'm going to get what you promised me uh, and all of that. And so I think that's that's the long game. Gary V, of course, you know, we talk about, but that is it. And I, and I, I went the other way for a little while in my life. You know, there have been times where I thought maybe I should be more, you know, salesy or whatever, you know, cause yeah, I'll make more money in the short term than the long term. I'm just becoming like everybody else. Oh, okay. And so I've stopped. I don't do any of that. I think I just keep it real. In all seriousness, I think you should sell a course on authenticity and I'm being very, <laughs> I'm being completely sincere when I say that because yeah. there, it's a big game. And, and, and meaning, meaning it's a big opportunity. And so many, there's this whole body of work around authentic leadership, and there's so much yeah. work to be done around mm-hmm. that. that yeah, helping that's people be comfortable in their because, own skin, which is uh, such yeah. an interesting thing to be talking about um, mm. as we're talking yeah. about, you know, online marketing that kind of thing. But uh, but I think there's just so much value. So I, so thank you for bringing that up. That's I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I was just saying to that. Um, a lot of people enter this game very authentic, but then they think they need yeah. to be flashy and polished. And then yeah. they train, they work hard to get up on stage and, and uh, perform theater, uh, where really, if you got some training to say, you know, just, you got to be yourself. You, you still, you still need to know your message. <laughs> you still yeah. need to know what you're doing, but, uh, and authenticity that, that covers all spectrum of business, not just internet. This is just something, David, oh, yeah. you, you and I have, uh, have had a lot of, you know, positive benefit from people just because they trust what we're doing, you know, uh, yeah. together. So. Yeah. So this, but that's this, it. Like yeah. you guys, you know, it's like you attract the clients that you want as well, right? So anybody listening as well, like if you're who you're trying to attract is 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 who you are, and 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 actually that can go the other way too. Where like you know, I've had it before where say somebody says you know they want to they want to make a lot of money, uh, but then you of course well I don't want to don't want to invest any any education now. I don't want to be doing that now. I just want to make money now. And you're like, well, that's, it doesn't really work that way. Like you have to, you, I learned this from a mentor a long time ago is a guy called Jim Miller. He was the VP of sales, I believe at Tony Robbins a number of years ago. And I worked with him for a little while and he taught me a lot of stuff about persuasion and things like that. Right. And the biggest thing with him was that he said to me, like, if you're going to ask somebody for, let's just say it's $5,000, you're asking somebody to invest with you. But if you've never invested $5,000 before, you're never going to be able to get anybody to work with you at that level. Totally. And so that was a big thing for me. I, I realized that then. And I think that maybe that's an authentic thing too or whatever, but it, it comes down to the fact that ultimately like you, you've got to have done something 
before you can ask somebody else to do it because you have to have the belief. Like I talked to a guy the other day. He's Canadian, actually, a really nice guy. And, uh, uh, and basically, he wanted help with his online business, uh, teaching business. And so like I, I talked to the guy for 10 minutes and he, he invested in a program with me. And it was just like he was talking about how he was going to wait until tomorrow. And, to- and all that. I said, man, think about it. Like, you're just going to say yes tomorrow anyway. So let's get to the bottom of what's really wrong. And so we had a, we had a chat about that. And what he realized and I helped him realize was his real problem was he had no certainty in himself. And nobody, mm. and he was always second guessing himself in his entire life. And there was nobody out there was was laying in front of him the pathway to go to get to where he wanted to be. There was just no one doing that. And he was buying all this random stuff and everything. When I helped him understand that, immediately he was just like, "Well, I'm in now anyway. So I'm gonna just jump in now." And it wasn't a salesy thing. Like I literally all I all, all I helped the guy realize was what was the behavior you're displaying is the behavior that stopped you from getting what you want. So anybody listening, if you've got coaching clients and you're not enrolling coaching clients, it's always because you've not helped your client, potential client, understand the behaviors they've displayed have stopped them getting to the fantasy place they want to be. And if they could just change those behaviors, they will get where they want to go. And when you help someone understand those same behaviors, if you make the decision right now to go the other, to do what you've always done, which is not go forward, well, then you're just going to keep ending up where you are. And that's the real key to everything. It's like if you can help people connect the dots, take off all the sales and marketing and just go, hey, let's get real here. Let's see where you want to go. Let's see where you where you are, where you, where you have been. This is why you've not been successful. Are you tired of waiting around? Yes, right. Let's make a change then. And that's it. Nice. You know, and that's just been real. I, I think you just wrapped this up in the most eloquent way, Stephen. That was fantastic, <laughs> man. Thank you. Um, Stephen, like, like you. our format, uh, we, we consistently challenge ourselves about why we have le- a, a 24-minute format. We did because initially we were, we were syndicating on, uh, on campus radios across the country, and uh, yeah. they've got a format. So we got into this nice groove of, of, of keeping it, but it's always right at that flashpoint of, I want to go deeper. I want to talk to you more. But I would uh, love to invite you back on again in a few, in a number of months of if you were up for that and uh oh anytime and, anytime yeah i really yeah. enjoyed chatting you boys yeah this this has yeah. been been great and honestly if you're ever in uh, canada please stop in new brunswick uh, you'll yeah. feel, you'll feel just as home like at home the roads are identical um we're a little oh, bit yeah. colder than you just a little bit but uh the rain, is, the, is the rain sideways if it's sideways it's definitely like home maybe. that's a little bit more newfoundland cape breton well, but yeah, yeah, yeah we, get, we, we get it we're on the coast. <laughs> um so how do people reach you Stephen, and uh, learn more about you and what you can offer and, and to sign up yeah to sign up yeah uh well for the amazon stuff it'll be marketplace uh, we also have a YouTube channel. Which great videos we launch every Tuesday and Tuesday and Friday. For anybody interested in that, uh, just for me, if you want to connect with me, um, you can go to stephensummers.com. I don't really have very much there right now, but you can jump in there. I'm on Instagram with a tiny following. I don't grow that, so if you want to ask me anything, that's where to go. You can send me a message, <laughs> Stephen J. Summers, because uh, I just don't bother grow that. So that's probably the best place to get me if you want to actually ask me. I'm doing it right now. Doing it right now. With Eh J. Summers. There you go. And that's it, guys. I mean, I've I've really enjoyed speaking to you today, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure. Uh, likewise, and thank you, and thanks for sharing your wisdom. And uh, you have so much to share, um, and we have a couple takeaways. But what you know, um, and we offer we and we have recently offered the, the, that to the guests as well. And now it's time for the boiling point takeaways. 
I'm going to tell you my my takeaway. Just a really good reminder, um, Stephen. Yeah. Just at the very end, he he talked about um, this idea. You know, this idea of being authentic, but also investing in what you're asking the people to invest in. And yeah. and we and actually on our website we say beware of the coach who has no coach. And so, yep. in other words, and, and I, I talk to people coming into the marketplace, and this is their business coaches or leadership coaches, and, and they'll talk about yep. getting the wares out there. And they'll say, well, have you hired a coach? No, I can't do that. And I'm thinking, well, how can you ask anyone to hire you if you're not willing to yeah, do that? Yeah, you're thing? never going to be successful. Yeah, so yeah. I love that. So it's just, it's just a really brilliant reminder of that. What about you, Greg? Yeah, for, for me, I think it was just really uh, amazing to me how the structure works where the thing that we do like for us, we're a film and video production company. The thing we do is an anchor in the business. But if we can share the thing that we, how we did the thing that we do, we can scale up our <laughs> businesses just by teaching it. And you and I have yeah. been playing around with that with the boiling point process. And uh, we really have only scratched the surface of that potential. What, what's been interesting, Stephen, we've been doing a lot of live events. Uh, yeah. Just by nature of what we do. And uh, we know how to do it and we just yep. haven't invested the time to actually do the big uh how, how many people we had 600 people the other night at our last thing. you know like, like we're, we're we're doing these things they're great and uh but we haven't really yeah. turned that into the part of our business here but i know that that can be a real anchor for us so at some point i'm going to instagram you and we may pick your brain a little bit uh sure, sure. <laughs> uh, can i can i make can i tell you one little piece just on that that i think is really valuable yeah. you know if it doesn't make it into the episode no, no, that's fine it will, it will. It's, it's very important so here's the thing the the doing of the thing is not where the value is created that's just the way it is right so like i'm a dentist or i'm an accountant or whatever that's not where the value is the actual value is in the marketing of the thing so that's sort of step one where you make your first income leap, which is what you're we're talking about today. So you realize, wow, if I actually become a better marketer of film and TV services, if I become a better marketer of that teaching that process, if I can create an opportunity for people to utilize those skills to increase their income, i.e. take our business, put it into a box and market that, that's a huge income leap. And then the bigger income leap again then is to understand I'm just in the marketing game full stop. When you really embrace that idea, that's where your business completely changes because it's like the matrix. You actually see everything. You understand, wow, I'm just in the marketing game. And if I can really embrace that, that's how you're going to become really, really, really successful. I'm inspired, Dave. Love it. Man, keep up the good work, buddy. Um, and Thanks, uh, we will be in touch. Yeah. Um, thank so, you, thank so you, people Stephen. know how to hit Stephen up. We probably are. <laughs> we are. We will. <laughs> yeah, um, hit me up. Appreciate your time at late at night dark outside all good. yeah all right brother Loveliness. Okay. yeah thanks for having me on jensen i've really appreciated it and let me know when it comes out i'm gonna let we'll spread the word awesome okay Perfect. steven thank you man take care all right, Jen. okay thanks, guys bye 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 dave we'll see you next week and to the listeners uh thank you so so much for supporting this podcast and uh, continue by uh sharing this with a friend this podcast and uh, also certainly subscribe and rate we really do appreciate it and uh, check out the boilingpointpodcast.com. Give us your email. Hop onto our email list so we can tell you all about what's happening with the Boiling Point process. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, Visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling.
looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.